Am I the a-hole for not telling my boyfriend I won money 15 years ago? This is OKOFE, home of the craziest true stories on earth. I'm Sophia and Riley. Let's hear from Sweet Cherry Pies. I don't know what I did wrong or if what I did is wrong and I need some advice. I didn't want to post this on my real account because I'd like to be as anonymous as possible. My boyfriend, 35 male, and I, 35 female, were discussing finances as we wanted to be on the same page. My boyfriend moved in with me unexpectedly three months ago as his landlord decided to move into the property with his family. We were discussing finances and the topic of how I own my place came up. I explained I won some money, not a lot, but enough to be able to put myself through nursing school, purchase my home, and then rented it out until I moved back into it in late 2018. Obviously, I had some luck on my side as this was right in the middle of the recession, so I got my place for real cheap. He says I deceived him by giving him the impression that I was financially well off and that I led him to believe I was more business savvy than I was. What? You know what it is? He got the ick. Well, but he doesn't even know if she's not business savvy. Well, like he assumed that she was super business savvy. And now he's like, oh my gosh, maybe she's not as business savvy. Ick. But it seems like she is really good at handling her money because she got all this money and then she used it really well. Because, like, you know, a lot of people just like spend, get a bunch of money and then they spend it on frivolous things. But she was like, no, let's pay off all these things and get a house. Like that's, that's. She did it well. I don't know how I did that because I literally work as a nurse and make decent money, fully own my home, fully own my car, have decent retirement plans and decent savings. I'm fairly certain that I am financially better off than most people I know. He says that he can't trust me anymore and that he was stupid to have listened to my financial advice. But the thing is, I never gave him any financial advice except for telling him not to buy a car that was, in my opinion, unreliable and much too expensive. Did I deceive him by not telling him how I got myself financially stable? Uh, FYI, we have been dating for almost a year and a half. No. 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 Happened so long ago. It happened so long ago. And also, how is that? Like, I just, the, the fact that OP used the money well. Yeah. Like, was very smart about it. And he's angry about that. That's weird. It's even not even that much money to be upset no. about. Like, $15,000 is a lot of money. But in the, like, grand scheme in of, the grand like scheme 10, of 10, 15 yeah. years? Come on. No. Come on. He's just mad that she didn't buy him a car. I wouldn't even, I don't know. I don't even know if that would have been relevant information to bring up. Yeah, honestly. Because it happened so long ago. I just had another very weird conversation with him and I honestly can't wrap my head about, around it. Yeah, so he's definitely a gold digger. Yeah, uh, that, that makes sense. Because he's like, oh, I want to be with her because she has all this money. And then he finds out that she doesn't have as much money as he thought interesting but also he must have known that she was a nurse so i mean nurses he must make have money though yeah but he must have known how much money she was making or relatively you know like roughly he asked me how much i have in savings and seemed impressed with how much and then said maybe he reacted too aggressively then asked told me that he still wants the car i advised him not to get he hinted at me getting it for him as a birthday present since it's his birthday in early march called it i'm definitely dumping him going to wait till my two sisters and my two brothers-in-law come in is it brother-in-laws Brother yeah, like sisters, husbands. No, 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 I know. Is it brothers-in-law or brother-in-laws? <laughs> okay. Which one is it? Brothers-in-law or brother-in-laws? Okay, go. Wait, brother-in-laws. Yeah, that sounds better. Going to wait till my two sisters and my two brother-in-laws yeah, uh, can come over before I break up with him in case he reacts crazy. Yeah, no, he's definitely a gold. That's so weird. She literally was like, that's too expensive of a car. Don't get it. And he was like, well, you could get it for me. You could me. get it for me instead. That's weird. That's nice. That's, that's strange. Would you buy your significant other a car? After a year and a half? No. 
What if like, what if he's the one? After a year and a half, I'm not buying anyone a car. Also, I, I don't know how long it would take me to be like to justify buying a car. Well, let's say like you're a nurse that has a nice job and like you could get them not like a brand new car, but like a used car. Okay, well, that's it depends on the cost of the car, but it seems like 3500 Yeah, I could justify that. Okay. 3500s like that's justifiable Five grand? for like a longer. How long has this relationship been going on for? One and a half years. No. 3500 Yeah, that's my <laughs> You got it. Yeah, well, that's that's still a lot. That is still a lot, I think. You're giving them transportation. Like, they're all the time like, babe, take me to Chuck E. Cheese. Babe, take me to the flea market. Nah, I would be like, you need to get your... No, you know what? No, I take it back. I don't think I would. After a year and a half relationship, I don't know if I would. She doesn't like gold diggers, guys. Opie says, he's jealous and also resentful. He's ranting about how he would have tripled the money if he had won it. Doing what? How? How? Doing what? That's... She has a property, my guy. Yeah, she literally did everything right. And he's like, well, I could have I could have gotten $50 million with that. I would have invested in it no, in stocks. No, no, you couldn't have. Dude, she got herself through nursing school also, too. Yeah, also, if you're so good with money, then why don't you buy your own car? Yo. He's saying that my money is wasted on me because I don't make it make money. Apparently, I should have been investing my savings in high-yielding stocks and other shit. That's what I said. That's I knew he was going to say that. FYI, I do get financial advice from a financial advisor I trust, but I am a risk adverse person. So I would never invest it in the manner this idiot is telling me to. Sure. The chance to get a lot of money is there, but so is the chance to lose. Yeah. I don't, I don't fully understand how stocks work. Can you be a gold digger and a financial bro? I don't think you can. I, yeah. I think he has to be making that, that money himself. Yeah. I think he just, he just really wants his OP to like make all the money. He's like, you should be doing this and this and this, but also I'm not going to do any of that. He's now on a crazy rant because I suggested we take a break from this argument because I don't want to ruin my few days off. My God, I can't believe how he's behaving. He thinks he's so clever, but I'm thoroughly disgusted. Oh, it's absolutely over between us. Yikes. Yes. And finally, last edit. Okay, so I understand him better now. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Walking it back. What happened? Uh, so my house slash the property it's on is what led him to believe I was much richer than I am. Oh. He assumed I was loaded. So me telling him I actually got lucky pissed him off. Then when he found out how much in savings and assets I have, he perked up and had a change of mind. He's now telling me that with just a quarter of my money, he can show me how to invest on the stock market and make real money. Oh, he is genuinely deluded. He almost had her back. He was so close. Did she mention how much she got? Or no, she didn't. She didn't say how much she won, right? Let's do some math. Because I was thinking that's I was thinking about it because nursing school is probably at least a couple like hundred thousand or maybe a hundred thousand. Okay, pick a state. Pick a state. <sighs> Let's do. I can't think of it. North Dakota. North Dakota. Okay. Uh, how much is a house in North Dakota in 2008? A house costs. This is what whatever. Almost 200 grand. 200 grand. Okay. Yeah. So 200K. 200K. How much is nursing school? Nursing school. Let's say she was smart and did like yeah, in state. Yeah. So per year was five grand. How many, how many years do you need to go to nursing school? Five grand? Where was that? That's so cheap. So she probably won like 200 and 25K max in 2008. But she got a good deal on the house. So who knows what really yeah. she got. So I mean, that is a... That's a sizable amount. Sizable amount. Go her. But also, I, I think going back to like the boyfriend trying to like win her back, I don't think it would have been a problem for him to have been like, hey, let's invest your money. Like, yeah, because I think that is a good thing. I think investing your money is smart. 
I don't understand how to do it, but I think it is smart. But she already has that. Um, what do you mean? She has a financial advisor she talks to. That's true. But this guy's like, oh, Dogecoin. Well, yeah, no, no. Like, I was going to say, I think it is. I don't think it's not like inherently a bad thing, but I think the way that he went about it was yeah. like very much like, I just want your money. OP obviously knows how to handle money. I just want to know where, how you want it. That's yeah. what I want to know. Probably lottery, maybe. Lottery. Where else know. do you win money? <laughs> I don't know, but you know what else we can win at right now? This next story. Let's go. Woo! Would my mom be the asshole for leaving my dad after we found out he's only with her to try and take her elderly parents' inheritance? And this is from our OK subreddit. Whoa, that's crazy. Uh, hate that this happened to you. Yeah, he's a a-hole for sure. Absolutely. Like... Taking advantage of old people? Come on. I just don't understand. Like we've read a couple of these stories where people stay with or like will stay with a partner for someone's money. Someone yeah. to have family's money. I'm like, that's just too long con. I can't do that. That is too long con. Yeah. Let's find out about this long con. Sophia's here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> I'm here for a good time, not a long con. Not a long con. Not a long con. But um, let's find out what Lonely Book Nerd 00 has to say about. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This. All right. So this might be long, and I did call into the OKOP phone line with the summary. Ooh, wait. Ooh. Do we have that somewhere? Okay. Well, maybe we can call them. We'll call it. Yeah. But lots has happened since then, so I'll put the full story here because why not? So my parents have been married for 17 years, and my mom told me about how the second they got married, he started treating her horribly. Dang. That's. That's awful. <laughs> he would yell at her for anything and everything. He controlled everything from how she worked, whether it was full-time as a nurse or part-time, their finances, etc. My mom was raised heavily in an ultra-conservative, almost cult-like version of Christianity where divorce is not okay. So instead of leaving him, she thought maybe having kids would change things. It did not change anything. Yikes. In fact, he was worse to me as I grew than he was to my mother. Growing up, I had to mediate their screaming matches and take my dad's constant insults and yelling and gaslighting and lying. 
I'm so sorry. This is horrible. It's just an awful father. Then, of course, they had my two younger brothers, which I also had to take care of. They had pretty good jobs and never had a problem financially supporting us, but neither could emotionally or mentally raise us. So that job fell to me. As I got older, I slowly started realizing the way I was raised was not normal. But when I would ask my cousins and on about it, since I'm pretty close with them, they would say what I was saying couldn't be true. I was probably just being dramatic and stuff because my dad was so nice to them uh, and he always helped them when they needed him. Oh, yikes. Two face. Yeah. Like it's very much, you know, acting horrible behind closed doors and then putting on this facade. Manipulative. Very manipulative. But very good, good for you for like taking care of your siblings. Yes. That's. That's, that's awesome. really, yeah, that's hard. And I'm sorry you had to deal with that. But that yeah, um, Sophia has to do it with Sam all the time. <laughs> Not to that extent. Okay, at all. story time. <laughs> okay, story time. Yeah, actually, we're going <laughs> to roast Sam on here. My mom was always terrified to back up what I was saying because then my dad would yell and scream and throw things around. At 15, I snuck out and went to Pride because I'm a bisexual trans man. And I told them I was out with a friend and we went to Pride. So I don't know if that even counts as sneaking out. I just didn't specify where I was going. But yeah, they found out. And because of the reaction, child and family services were called. And that's when my extended family started believing what I was saying about my dad. But they also started to distance themselves from me because they're homophobic and transphobic Christians. And I'm an LGBTQIA plus atheist. I'm very worried because just the fact that like we don't obviously know the details, but just the fact that child services were called. Yeah. That it must not have gone Went well and very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disappointed in the parents. I'm disappointed in the parents, it. and I'm also disappointed in the rest of the family for not. I think it's weird when people don't believe children about these things because obviously children lie. But like when when a, like someone comes up and is like like my family is treating me horribly, they're doing this this and this. Like you got you gotta look into it. Yeah, you gotta listen to them because yeah. like sometimes kids don't even know how to like word it. Exactly, they don't know how to protect themselves, no. especially when you're, you're like I think OP is older in this scenario. But like especially when you're a younger child, you don't know how to protect yourself. And especially if it's an adult, you know, mistreating you, there aren't many ways that you can like speak up about it. So you, the people around you need to listen when you do. CFS decided that homophobic parents raising a queer child was fine, even if they lost their temper once. So at 16, I bought a car since I had been working since I was 14 and moved out of their house without warning them. I had to move back in with them for a brief month because I needed to find a new roommate. My mom begged me to stay, saying my dad was horrible and she couldn't handle living with him without my help and protection from his wrath. I told him that if she left and divorced him, I would absolutely help and support her, but I can't live with him any longer. So I moved out again after that. That was probably the longest bit of background info, but now here's the issue at hand. My grandparents on my mom's side aren't in the best of health and decided to figure out their will. Before we go on, that was just, that's, that is a like. Yeah, that's really tough. Yeah, we already know this father is horrible and just the yeah the i just the fact that like parents are willing are more okay with their 16 year old child like moving out than them being queer is yeah bonkers but let's find out what's going on with the will because we need that background to know that the father is horrible. Not a good guy. Not a good guy. <laughs> What's at hand here? So the grandparents, they have quite a bit of money and close to a million dollar cabin. Ooh. What, wow. It, where's this cabin? Yeah. <laughs> I need to know where this cabin is. Because yeah. if it's in... 
in Tennessee, there's this place called Pigeon Forge Gatlinburg. Yeah. A ton of people go there to tour. A ton of tours. And those cabins, oh my gosh, beautiful. I wonder if it's one of those. Yeah, no. Cabins can be expensive depending on where you get them. When they built it, they bought the materials and my dad coordinated everything and directed my family members into building it. So my dad has decided that he should get at least half of what the cabin is worth. The rest of my family didn't like that, so he screamed at my elderly and sick grandfather about how he should get what he's owed. And my uncle as well got yelled at as well. Then he admitted to my other uncle, my mom's brother, that he's only staying with my mom until he can get what he's owed from our family and my grandparents' inheritance. My entire family is pissed and my family has a good bit of money. Yikes. My mom was concerned about being able to afford a lawyer. And so my extended family is pooling money to buy the best lawyer money could buy. My mom was more inclined to follow through with this divorce, especially since this was the same family that told her divorce wasn't okay. But my mom is wondering if maybe he can change his ways. So she thinks she should wait until he divorces her. So after all this backstory, would my mom be the a-hole for leaving my dad? Absolutely not. No. She should definitely leave your dad. Yeah. And with all the stigmatisms with yeah. divorcing everything, she should have left like yes. way earlier. Yeah. No, he's a horrible person and he should, you Get should out of absolutely there. not be there. Yikes. Tough situation. Yes. You want to know what else is, has been a tough situation around the house here? <laughs> so Sam and Sophia have this little deal where Sam buys groceries and Sophia makes the food. Yesterday, Sam got lunch that Sophia made. Yeah. But what, what did you make him exactly? Well, so prior to, so I come home after it was like, I had a, I had a class. And so I came home at like two 30 or something. Yeah. Um, and he comes in and he, and or like, I'm walking to go do work and he's like, Oh, can you make me lunch? And I'm like, we, we don't have anything. Like I thought you already made lunch. And so he's like, no, I haven't made any lunch. And so I go in and we only have stuff to make sandwiches. So I made him like a sandwich with like toasted cheese and um, some like de fake deli meat because I don't eat meat. And then he threw a hissy fit and went and told Riley. He's like, look at this thing that she made me. What's this deal? Um, which is crazy because I was I told him before that we didn't have a lot of ingredients and I make him great dinners every night. Yeah. And I mean, like the fact that you get dinners. Yeah. Give him dinners and then like expect lunch. I'm like, yo. Like literally, it sounds like, like can, a conversation. Yeah, no, I'm like, just like, I'll make you dinner. But I think I think lunch and breakfast need to I can't do both. I so can't do it all. he's going to get some hate here. But yeah, from you commenters and our viewers, mm. Sam's buying the groceries. Sophia's making the food. What does that relationship look like or what should it look like? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. What What's fair? What is fair? <laughs> How do we fix this? How do we fix this? But I think Sam is being a little ungrateful and should say thank you. And if he doesn't like it, then go go somewhere else and get it. And I understand the thing, but I think be grateful for what you get. And be he happy did apologize. your sister's yeah. near you. Yeah, he did apologize after. He did. He did. So that's good. We're good now. But you know what's not chill? What's that? It's this next story. Whoa! Whoa, whoa! Am I the a-hole for yelling at my sister after she called my partner a gold digger? This is OKOP, home to the craziest true stories on earth. I'm Sophia and Riley, would you yell at your brother if he called your partner a gold digger? Oh, heck yeah. I'd be like, look, I know I got money. I know she is. Don't call it what it is. We're going to act like this isn't real. Yeah, don't point it out. I would be mad. Yeah, but also I think it depends on is this sister saying, I think, I mean, like I probably wouldn't ever say this, but is the sister saying it in front of the partner mm. or just to OP? That's my questions. That's the real question. Uh, and Kim's sister, Gold Digger, has answers. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I, 30 male, come from a well-off family, but my dad always taught me to work hard and have class. When I was 14, I started working at my dad's company part-time to earn my allowance. And when I turned 16, I became a real part-time employee. My dad decided to retire when I was 29 and handed the business to me. Whoa. That's impressive. Wait, well, when he was 29 or when the dad was 29? No. <laughs> he was 29. Okay, the dad's 29. Yes. Nepotism. It seems like you're a hard worker. Heck yeah. We don't know. Back in my second year of uni, I met Kim, 20 male at the time, 29 male now. We were in the same course and ended up in the same group for a group project near the beginning of the year. We had a similar sense of humor and clicked as friends quickly. One day he mentioned he loves to cook and I told him we should cook together because I love to cook too. And that weekend we went to his place, brought some ingredients and cooked together. That's cute. This then became us going shopping for ingredients after classes on Friday. I'd stay at his place that night and we would cook on the weekend and this became our weekly routine. That's so cute. I want that. I love that. I would do that with my friends. Like I had uh, one friend who I just like always come over and we would cook together. It was great. She doesn't have cooking friends here. Uh, yeah, I know. It's so tragic. Uh, back then, I just told others that we were just friends. But with hindsight, that is definitely when I started to fall for him. I finally asked him out a few months later and he said yes. We live in the same house with two other friends in our third year. And I asked him to move in with me after we graduated. This is so cute. Aww, ah. love stories. From the beginning, I told Kim that I would not care if he didn't work, but he insisted he wanted to contribute financially. But after a year, I had to make him stop due to the differences in our incomes. He was working himself half to death and was getting ill trying to contribute enough. I sat him down and told him that whatever money he made didn't matter, that if he wanted to work, I wanted him to be happy. Uh, he cut back his hours, then moved to part-time, then decided to quit and work on his own projects, but he insisted I let him take on some of the housework. That's knowing all that backstory and then having the sister like say gold digger. Yeah, that that's a good, that's a great conversation they had. Yeah, like that's so sweet. Like not one, he was like, you don't have to work. And then Kim was like, no, like I like I want to work. Like I don't want to, you know, be the gold digger in this yeah. situation. And then when uh, Opie noticed that he was like just pushing him way himself way too hard, he he they talked about it. They had a conversation. This I like, like a really healthy. I like that uh, Opie was like you. I don't deserve anything. They were like, hey, I w I love you. I want to take care of you. This yeah. is what I want to do. And then uh, their partner was like, hey, you're doing a lot for me. I'm gonna pitch in. And I'm gonna help here and yeah, there. Yeah, that's I, that's amazing. I like that that's even amazing. even after they both agreed to like Kim not working um like job wise, he Kim was still like, I'm gonna take on the housework. Yeah, like he's still he's still contributing a lot. Um, which is, I love that. Now on to the issue. My sister, 32 female, she and her partner, 31 male, both work and he also makes significantly less than her. And in private to me, she's made it known that she resents being the breadwinner. She sees all her male colleagues spoil and treat their wives and wishes her partner would do the same. He does, but just not to the same level due to the fact he makes basically half as much as they do. That's... I don't like this. It's, she seems very like antiquated, like gender roles. Maybe a little jealous. Yeah. Maybe yeah. a little jealous. Yeah. I have some that, conspiracies. It does seem like she's jealous that like, um, uh, that OP gets to treat like his partner, whereas she doesn't feel like she's being treated. Yeah. But I mean, he's, it still seems like her partner's like taking, you know, doing what he can. I think you, it's not about how the cost or like the, how much you're spending on a person. It's like, 
the time and effort that you're putting into it. Recently, I was talking to her about what I'm going to get Kim for his birthday next month. She kept telling me my ideas were too much and that I should get something cheaper since he doesn't contribute. Yo, hold up. Wait a minute. I can't believe that. Whose relationship is this? Yeah. Get, okay, exactly. Mind your business. Get your nose out of there. Get out of there. I got a bit annoyed because I've told her about Kim's insecurities of not making or being enough. I told her that he contributes more than enough. She then called him a glorified gold digger. And I yelled at her, telling her to shut up and to not talk about Kim that way. After coming down, I do feel bad. No, I know. No, <laughs> no, 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 she sucks. I know how she feels about her own financial position, but I don't think it's fair that she takes it out on me or Kim, even if Kim wasn't physically there. So am I the a-hole? No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. not. What? Like Kim heck? is not at all a gold digger. Yeah, and that's like not a, at all. That's a sore spot for Kim. Yeah. And you're out here like, oh, he's that glorified he's gold, gold digger. Yeah, yeah. What about no? You? Yeah, mind your own business. You're just jealous that you're not being treated. And that's a conversation that you need to have with your partner. Yes. You know what you should do? Here's what you should do. See what your brother and his partner's doing. Make that your blueprints. And then do that for your marriage. Maybe How you should. That? Yeah, maybe Go you should that. make dinners on Friday night. Yeah. Love one another. Be happy. Gosh, yeah, do not feel bad for yelling at her. Nah, uh, uh, I would, I would yell at her. I will yell, I'm, am yelling at her. We're yelling at <laughs> her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could be OP. In another, in another life, I am OP. Fun fact about me, my backstory. I, I also have a YouTube video about the sawmill. Look up Watts, Bumgarner, and Brown Incorporated, and then you'll see a small sawmill video. At 16, I started working in the sawmill full-time, and if I would have kept at it, my grandpa's like 65 now, my great-grandpa, he still works there, he's 90. I could probably, like, inherit the sawmill, but I'm here in California instead. <laughs> But so it'll never take your birthright. Yeah, I don't know what the sister does, but there may be like, because if OP's male, like firstborn male getting like owner of like their dad's company, there might be that going on. And then the partner thing going on. I, th I just feel like the sister's jealous all around. Yeah. yeah. But also if she's well off as well. Then what's the problem? Then what's the problem? Like treat, yeah. treat yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> treat yourself. Like I understand, you know, it might be frustrating if, you know, your partner's not contributing the way that you want them to, but that's a conversation that you have with them. Yeah. And life's more about money. Yeah. More than just money. It's about yeah. love and, yeah. and other life things. Like it, it becomes a problem, I think, when, like in the first story, when the partner is asking for things all the time yeah. and like blatantly not doing anything. That's the problem. But from what we little we know about the sister's relationship, it doesn't seem like that's the case. Yeah, and you're making money. Own you're it. Own money. a girl. You know what else you should own? This next story. This boss ain't happy, see? Uh, what's wrong, boss? We're running low on respect. This podcast ain't got enough five-star ratings on Spotify. What do we do, boss? Yeah, boss. Yo, the one listening. Go to OKOP's profile page on Spotify. Click about and then give us five stars, capiche? They did, boss. Ah, beautiful. Now we're the most respected family in this goddamn town. Thanks, listener. You're now an honorary member of our family. Remember, we take care of our own. 